Hello and welcome to the 97th episode of the NL Feast podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball. My name is Sam Clark and with me is always the shower to my curtain, Brandon Gross. Shower curtain, man. I don't think we've ever done that one in the 97 episodes. Hey, the band's back together, man. Hey, it's our band's, reunion tour. What's that like? It's a reunion tour. Even though we've seen each other in person since our last recording, we talked about we got to get to 100 episodes. We so got to drag ourselves across the finish line, and then we'll make a decision about the future of this podcast. But there's truly mm-hmm. been so much that's happened, I feel like, since the last time we did a record. Yeah, so we're going to start July 1st. Let's go back. <laughs> did I, had I already gone on vacation? When I did, we done a pod pre or post European vacation. I don't know because my dad filled in for you on That's a couple right. uh, we couple must, episodes in July. I think we did one. We must have done at least one. Yeah, we then must we did one pre trade trade deadline. We never we've not done one post trade <laughs> deadline for sure. Oh, not. and meanwhile the the deadline acquisitions for the Marlins are crushing it. But we'll get to that later, Brandon. We know how this rolls. We got We got now. Be- you know why we're back. If the Marlins didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> I would not have been able to get you on the mic. Despite today. the Mets groundkeepers' best efforts, the Marlins have made the playoffs. Brandon, I'm not talking about that, dude. You guys are <laughs> such babies with the groundskeeper. Can, can you imagine if the same thing had happened to New York Mets fans? The conspiracy theories. It would have been on the front of the. New New York Post, what, the Daily News. What is the coming? conspiracy theory? Like, we're going to try to force the Marlins to have a double header. We're going to try to force the Marlins to fly to Pittsburgh at four in the morning, fly back that to New York on the day off before not, the playoffs start and finish ridiculous. one in the third game. Just, so ridiculous. Listen, we just see through your New York Mets, uh, your tactics. I see right through them. I see, I see through your deceptive tactics. Dude, do you think the Mets care at all about the Marlins getting the playoffs? Yeah, I think all division teams hate each so. other. When it comes down to uh, it, but I think the Marlins are third team that the Mets are for mad sure. About being Probably the Braves, Phillies, then Marlins. Though honestly, yeah. maybe the most because the Marlins were not projected to be in the uh, a playoff team, and the Mets were, and the Phillies mm-hmm. and Braves were presumed to be a playoff team. So maybe yeah. I mean, at the, at the beginning of the season, if someone said there's going to be three teams in the NL East that make the playoffs, people would be like, oh yeah, we yeah. know who the three are. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So um, yeah. And meanwhile, the East is stacked, dude. The AL East and NL East have three teams going from the division. That's insane. Insane. And also ALE, same thing. Mm-hmm. The three teams you'd pick, you wouldn't think of no. the Yankees. You thought the, the Yankees, Yankees or even the Red Sox you think would be in there, but they're not. No, it turns out the Orioles are, are the most exciting young team in baseball this season. So that's cool. It's kind of sick because I feel like in our lifetime, Red Sox and Yankees have ruled that entire division. Obviously, 100%. the Bridges have been and Rays have been formidable for yeah. a long time. But really, Yankees and Red Sox have been the premier organizations in our lifetime, at least the most... Uh, I don't know, the ones people know the most, yeah, I guess. definitely. Have the most name recognition. But now it's nice that both of them missed the playoffs That's in fun. the same year. It's kind of tasty. I know. I, mean, I, I feel bad because I do have some Yankees friends in my life, but... Uh, oh, do you no. don't feel bad? There's no, there's no possible reason ever to feel bad for that team. I guess that's fair. They, I guess that's fair. I'll, both New York teams spending just like gobs and gobs of money to watch the, the rest of their division play playoff baseball has got to hurt though, right? Yeah, I mean, you know what's funny? Uh, as a Mets fan, I'm like, I've ex- t- fully accepted it. Yes. My grief stage went straight to acceptance. I was going to say, I... sorry, I'm interrupting you. No, go. go you, right you were, you've handled this about as as properly as possible. You did, you, the moment things were bad, you were like, I'm not overreacting either way. As things continue to be bad, you're like, I'm starting to be indifferent about this entire thing. And so by the time it became a reality that the Mets weren't going to make a playoff run, you were like, totally checked out and fine and 
then because I've been, go. dude, I, this is not my first rodeo. No, this is not my first. I mean, it's my first rodeo in the sense like the Mets spent the most money in baseball mm-hmm. and it didn't mm-hmm. work. Yeah, but also it's like that adds up. That's you know what I mean? Happen. I'm like, duh. Uh, <laughs> if I, someone was like, which team's going to spend the most money and not make the playoffs? I'm like, the Mets. This duh. is how I can differentiate my friends that have been Mets uh, fans for their entire life and friends yeah. that have like moved to New York City and adopted the Mets because the ones that moved to New York City have this like childhood optimist like childish optimism about the entire thing and are, right. are like we're gonna win the world series we're gonna be and everybody uh, that's been a Mets fan for their entire life is like talk to me in September I'll believe it when I see it <laughs> yeah I, I don't I have no respect for your friends that just picked up the Mets <laughs> fandom in the last couple of years and also it's like you had a choice you know what I mean it's that's like you didn't need to do this also both so. of the I mean we're thinking of two specific people one of which would be a Marlins fan and one of which should be a Rays fan both of which are in the playoffs right now so how's that feel mm. How's that feel, losers? Anyways, Brandon, so, we, we we saw each other in person. We'll get back, we'll get back to the real baseball talk yeah. in a second. But like, we've had a lot of life updates. Mainly, I flew to Los Angeles. I think we took a picture together and then never. Tweeted yeah, we posted. No, I we posted did? it. Okay, people okay, loved it. Okay, the people, people were, are going wild on the gram. <laughs> this is like it was like Kelsey, uh, Travis Kelsey, and Taylor Swift. Oh I'll tell you man, that much. it's it's even bigger than that, brother. It's even bigger than that. Uh, well, well, should we tell people what we did? We did. We were supposed to go to an Angels game, but we never went to an Angels game because we were checking constantly. This is when Otani initially hurt yes. himself, yes. and we were checking constantly to be like, "Is he going to play?" Because we only we only want to see him. We don't want to see uh, Rengifo, you know. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Rengifo? How does he say his last name? Actually? Your guess is as good as mine. There was no okay. Trout and there was no Otani and there was no way Sam and Brandon were driving an hour and a half to watch the rest of the yes. Angels team. Sorry, Angels. Uh, as much as we love Phil Nevin, who is no longer the Angels manager as of an hour ago. <laughs> oh, I saw that. Could, I got a little push notification about that. We couldn't We couldn't stomach it to go down there. So instead, we... What did we do? We just went to a bunch of we restaurants. Ate, we did pretty yeah. good with the food, I would say. We pretty much ate... Uh, we planned our my entire trip around restaurants that I wanted to try or wanted to revisit. I think we landed and we were sitting down at In-N-Out within less than like 15 <laughs> minutes of you picking me up from the flyway. You also... Well, you made the mistake of not eating anything on the plane on a cross-country trip that was delayed for hours. So. <laughs> a cross-country trip that was delayed for three and a half hours and not delayed at the airport where I could have gotten food. Delayed while I was on the plane. You sit on the tarmac, yeah. We were just sitting on the tarmac. Thankfully, uh, both seats next to me were empty, so I could like stretch my little leggies out and kind of you know take up as mm-hmm. much space uh, as as man spread, if you will, Brandon. Um, mm-hmm. I was man spreading all over that flight, dude. Don't even get me started. Um, United Airlines prefers when you man spread. They're like, please do. I'll uh, charge you extra. It was like maybe the most empty flight I'd been on. There was like probably half the flight was filled up. Half the really? Flight. Yeah, dude. Very strange. Very strange. The flight well, back, he- flight back full, but. Okay. 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 Um, yeah, we were at In and Out real quickly, and I think we, uh, you know, if we're talking, to, hey, if we're talking baseball terms as a baseball podcast, yeah, yeah. I think food wise, like quality food, mm-hmm. we maybe were batting eight hundred. Dude, that's we, average. We were crushing it, and we both know the one place that didn't hold up. But in in our defense, the one place we were looking for a place Morrison, we were looking for a place that yes. we could watch college football and eat food at, which immediately limits your options. There are only so many yes. places. Like in in the weirdly in the big cities, it's sometimes harder to find like bars and restaurants that will because people don't games. like sports. Definitely don't like, if it's not a local team at least. Like if the Dodgers are on, mm-hmm. you can uh, you know throw a, a baseball and hit a place that's going to be playing the Dodgers game. But mm-hmm. um, but we were having a little trouble, and then we went to my old stomping ground. There was this old dive bar. 
uh, in Burbank that I used to love. And we showed up and I think it is maybe the biggest 180 I've ever taken on an establishment that I, I used to enjoy. I used to We used to romanticize the snug. We'll name the it snug. We'll name it the only Dolphins bar in Burbank. That's how I found out about it. It was like a divey old Irish bar. There's a bunch of crusty locals like Burbank locals that were there. They had a few TVs you could watch sports on. They served good beer. I went back in the the vibes were atrocious, dude. It's the lights, dude. <laughs> it's the overhead lights that are killing it. It for used you. to be dark, no window. There's still uh-huh. no windows, but now they have the lights fully on, yeah. bright as can be. Mistake in there. Mistake. It's like an Apple store in there, dude. That's it's an, so bright now. It really, um, it really, pay, like that was the place that I was looking forward to going back to. Not the most obviously, but it was up there, uh, and it was oof. Did it whiff? A, a, a very so we, low war on the snug. Yes, <laughs> but we we're batting eight hundred. You know, I would say That's the true. two. If there's 10 at-bats, the two we missed was probably uh, Morrison, Morrison and Snug. That's which, right. We'll name it. Yeah. In Burbank. <laughs> in Burbank. Uh, but we did go to Porto's in Burbank my, near my old stomping ground and had yes. maybe the best value meal you can have in, in Los Angeles. Yes, exactly. And you kept saying, you were like, why didn't I come <laughs> here when I lived here? I used to live a five-minute drive from there. I didn't realize, one, I knew how good it was, but I didn't go very often because, two, I was very broke when I lived in L.A., um and and in hindsight it's the most affordable good food that you can get in that area and it's not really good it's like eight dollars for a cuban sandwich and a side of plantain chips that's insane so good guava pastries are like a dollar you can get croquetas for a dollar like Mm -hmm. fried potato balls for like everything under the sun for a dollar and meanwhile i'm sitting there eating frozen pizza in my burbank apartment (laughs) trying to you could have been eating a rose con pollo i could have oh yeah but i i feel like those were that was a big standout for me what other meals did we have that were oh the street tacos were really good those street tacos were nuts yeah dude. those were insane uh follow brandon and i on belly by the way we may be yeah. the biggest belly advocates in the history of the world hey i've been eyeing some of your belly belly things i'm going know? i'm going out of my way to like for example we were playing dungeons and dragons on wednesday for those who don't know belly is like an application that you can log and rate restaurants that you've been to um mm-hmm. invite and, only so sam and i are in with the in crowd yes. you know that's why we've been we haven't been doing the podcast podcast <laughs> last couple months we've been uh we're celebs dude we're in taylor's yeah we've been rubbing shoulders <laughs> with uh with swift and kelsey <laughs> um i have two invites left though so if you hit me up and you're genuinely curious about using the belly app i will share one of my invites um anyways i've been i've been going out of my way to log like so example i was i was about to say was on wednesday we played dungeons and dragons and we ordered takeout Thai food or I think no, it was a Japanese restaurant. Excuse me. Um, and I was like, I got to log it. I what I <laughs> not a restaurant. I would normally log take out Chinese food, take out Japanese food. You name it. I'm logging all of the takeout restaurants. I log them all. I log them all. You know, if you know some of the mom and pops, though, they have like the lock thing. Like mm-hmm. they don't let you. Oh, is some, that what that is? I think so. But also Porto's you can't. That's uh, one of the ones that I was thinking of. They lock your they don't give you a score. Yes, yeah, so you can't. You can't. Uh. You can't rate some of them, and they seem to be the ones that are like family owned. Okay. And from what I've gathered, I thought that that those were for things that didn't qualify as restaurants, and you had to rate a certain. Like Porto's, I think was categorized mm. as a bakery, and I think you have to rate a certain amount of one type of thing before they'll okay. start reviews to it. The, I could be wrong about that. That was just my guess. Like on Friday, I went to a uh, a small um, sandwich place in Burbank, mom mm-hmm. and pop, cash only fantastic place 10 out of 10 is what i would would have given yeah. it but it has a little lock next to it and i don't that's know so weird because that's definitely a restaurant but maybe that maybe belly is belly's intention is more like sit down yeah that's true appetizer dinner situation you who know who knows who knows what was your favorite meal that we had while we were there 
Was anything? That Let me look back at my belly some, account really quick. Uh, dude, honestly, Angel's Angel's Tijuana Tacos. Yeah, that was really great. That whole day that was, was good. Nuts. That was when we had the pizza. We also went to Vidiot's. That was a lot of fun. Saw the French Connection at a at an old right. old school movie theater. Saw Rob Corddry there, <laughs> and his brother, and his brother, other mm-hmm. Corddry. <laughs> Other Cordry, he's was, an actor. He's been in things. He does. So stuff. you had a, you had a real LA. You had an LA weekend. I had a great time. I, I I came. I think I was talking too highly about it because I came back to New York and all my friends were like, "You better not go back. You better don't don't pack your things up and leave." And I said, "No, no, no." How, how did it How did it feel being back in New York? Where did you? It took did it a, feel like home more when you went back, or it, were you like, "Oh, I could live in LA"? It was both. I was. It definitely felt like home because I came home to like my girlfriend and my cat and then slept yeah. in my bed and those kind of, and sure. like it, it yeah. took a second, but also I came back in like not great fashion. My flight out of uh, LA to New York also got delayed. Thankfully not while we were on the tarmac <laughs> uh, by a couple hours to the point where I was like calling Brandon being like, can I crash at your house tonight? If this flight gets, yes. <laughs> like he's getting delayed like this. Did, were you at like a rock and bruise or something? Where were you? I was at the, uh, the Rolling Stone airport bar and grill. <laughs> That's where yes. I was hanging out for Cause there was the first Monday night football game of the year that was on. So it was, right. it was the, the right. game where Aaron Rodgers got injured in three pass. There <laughs> like three, three plays. Oh, I know. Very sad. Know. Very Imagine sad. if I was a Jets fan. I I don't know what you would do because you would have probably talked. Maybe you wouldn't have. Maybe the Jets fans seem to have talked themselves into the season though, and then it all comes crashing down. Do but I I knew it was going to be uh, a Verlander Scherzer situation with yeah. Aaron Rodgers. It just felt like it was yeah. same thing with the Jets. Like mm-hmm. where you said that I'm a weathered Mets fan or whatever. I think it's the same situation with longtime Jets fans where it's like they must have known. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. going to work out. Yeah. This is far of going back to the Jets or going to the Jets, you know? A hundred percent. They had to know better. But uh, thankfully, but oh, so anyways, what I was saying is it did take me a second. I got back to New York and it was like six in the morning. I was exhausted. I, I like came home. I was like, had to take three trains to get home. You know, it was like a whole little process to get back. Um, so that was a little annoying. There was a moment where I was like, I wish I could mm-hmm. just take a car. Um, but then I got home, took a nap. Pick myself back up, and here we are. New York City boy. Look. Big city living, baby. Now you got your New York City accent back, baby. I got my accent back. I'm drinking the water. The water's different here, Brandon. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> the bagels. That's why it's so good. And the pizzas, because the water they use for the dough. Did you hear about the controversy about the New York City water? Is this a recent thing, or is it an old thing? Uh, it's within, I'd say, like the last couple of months. No, what's what's this? Okay, what's so somebody found out that the reason why the New York City water... Hold on, I'm trying to figure out. Uh, the reason why the New York City water tasted different is because it contains tiny shrimp in it called coat pods. <laughs> So the it's it's actually bad. <laughs> it's it's fine. Like the water tastes good, but they found out that the reason why is there's these tiny shrimps in it, um, which is not kosher. So it turned out that anybody that had been trying to abide by a kosher oh diet was breaking God. their kosher diet They're by drinking New York shrimpies. City tap water or eating food that was prepared with New York City tap water. So it was like a big controversy here for about a week. <laughs> Little shrimpies. Little shrimpies. Microscopic shrimpies, dude. You're familiar dude. with microscopic shrimpies, aren't you? What the hell's in the LA, the LA water here? Uh, I don't know. If there's shrimpies in New York, there's got to be shrimpies here. A hundred percent. Who knows? But I feel like the shrimpies here are probably like 
toxic shrimpies. You know, like I the toxic the, Avenger. It's the toxic yeah, shrimpy. shrimpies that are like uh, going to auditions from their from their yeah. Chili's waiting job. At yeah, TV they're toxic. Like they're <laughs> toxic masculinity yes, shrimpies. Yeah, absolutely. They're waiting for the opportunity to tell you about the new thing they've been writing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They they're just waiting for you to finish uh, the story about your life so yes. they can talk about their own. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Toxic but, shrimpies yeah. are infiltrating the water. Brandon, we, I, you know. Please. What? No, I was gonna say, we, no. We, have, we haven't missed a beat, baby. We're, right we're back, back on it. We're so back, dude. We're so we're back. back. Even though there's a lot of baseball to talk about, we're still like, nah, we're not going to do that. We're talking about shrimpies. A hundred percent, baby. That's how you know it's the it's the real NL feast. Um, what else is going on? I heard. Okay, I heard from a little birdie that there was a uh, that there was a high. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, an impressive softball victory recently. Oh, yesterday? Yesterday. This is recent. Yes. Okay. Yes. So this is a great update. So we are back in C Division. Mm-hmm. And if you remember from our last conversation, our summer season, uh, we got bumped up to C Division, got our ass absolutely Handed to you. creamed, mm-hmm. as I like to say. <laughs> um, do you like to say that? Constantly say that. Um, so that happened. And I was like, okay, they'll probably put us back in D Division. And just a reminder... There's uh, divisions going from as low as G, sometimes, but normally F to A, A being the best division, F being the lowest. Yes. When you were here, we were G and F. Yeah, G for grandpa. But now... <laughs> grandpas. That's yes, what we were playing. exactly. We were, we, were, we were playing with the grandpas. Yeah. Um, but now we're all the way back. They placed us back in C, despite us getting our ass creamed last time, and absolutely creamed. <laughs> <laughs> and we're playing pretty well now. We're 2-1 and one to start the, the fall yeah. season. That's huge. 2-1 and one right now. And this last game was particularly impressive, I would say. So we uh, we quickly put up a four spot on the board. Nice. Uh, then we started lagging behind. We weren't scoring a lot of runs. This team, eventually, we were down as much as 11-5, to five, I Ooh, believe. Okay. So we chipped away, and it was like 11-9. All right. And then we Crawling tied it 11-11. Eleven to 11, the, uh, there's no, It's not nine-inning game, so it's like basically like the eighth inning. We tied it, and it was like 11-11. Wow. So, And then in the final inning... This is it. This is like the ninth inning. We were home team. Top of the ninth. Uh, they scored two runs. So 13 to 11. Oh, no. We, we got it. We got to come back, man. We, we got to. We got, Put some runs we on got the board. It. We got to at least tie it or go ahead and win on a walk-off. So guess who the first batter is? It's me. It's you. I'm the first one up. I got to get on base, You got to get on base. So I work a full count. Wow. Three, two. Okay, huge. And I'm going, if it's juicy, I got to swing. If it's anywhere off the plate, I got to have a keen eye. You take Inside, it. I walk. Wow. Good eye. This guy's OBP is out of this world. Um, and then our next batter, she uh, grounds out. Okay. Healer's choice, but they got the first. They got her out at first. I was on second. Oh, okay. So, so we got a runner in scoring position. And then our friend who we spent time with here in, in LA. Yes. Um, he was up to bat. The person that probably told you, little birdie mm-hmm. that told you My about this. little birdie. This. Um, he get he got a nice single up the middle, almost took the pitcher's head off. I score thirteen to twelve. Let's go. We get another runner on. Uh, so first and, and second, thirteen and twelve. First and third, first, first and, and third because okay. it was a single. Um, and then uh, she gets a or no, uh, and then someone walks. So it's bases juice, bases one loaded, out, one out. And then our Division One softball player, she gets a, a single right out of the reach of the second baseman diving oh, for the ball. Oh, wow. We win the game, 14-13 walk off. That's huge, dude. That, is that the first game that? of the season or is it like the first real game? No, of the we're season? two and one now. Okay. This is third game. You're fighting. Third game of the season. You're competitive. Yeah. Sam doesn't listen to me. I Sam doesn't listen to me. I can't believe how, better, how much better you guys got when I left. <laughs> 
Yeah. It was you, clearly. It was you me. I was the so. dugout cancer, dude. I was the Josh Donaldson of the yeah. <laughs> of the of the team. Oh, that's exciting stuff, man. Though I'm jealous. This is something we've always talked about. I'm jealous you get to play softball this late into the year. Our softball gotta season go. ended over a month ago. Gotta come back. Gotta you guys could play fall ball. What the hell? We could. We're getting close to it probably not being great. Because also you forget. I probably like hard out November 1, right? Well, you forget. It's getting dark at around like 637 now. Right. So our games are starting right. at 6 anyways. But once the time changes, like. There's no lights on the field? Not in, not in our field. There's not. No. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You're at Hay Arnold Park. You Hay forgot Arnold we're Park. at the Hay Arnold Park. Um, but I would. we were talking about trying to figure out some sort of inside sport, but hopefully one day we can ramp up. I'm also remembering I forgot to pay the old lady that runs the league, so I need to collect dues from everybody that plays <laughs> up so we can pay the sport woman. That's my favorite uh, fairy tale as a kid, the old lady who runs the league. <laughs> they exist, dude. They're out there. They're out there. Oh, I, is there any, I'm trying to think if there's any other life updates. My cat's on a diet now. Have I talked to you about this already? Have I put one on no, a diet? No, I took her to vet. They said she's chonk. No, I looked at her. She is chonk. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you gotcha. have to take her to a professional to determine. Winona is uh, a, a great, uh, you met Winona, obviously, when you yeah, stayed here. Of course. Um, she's a, a great cat. She's been a free feed cat since the day I got her. So for a, a, a close to a decade, a decade at the end of the month, she's just been a, a free access to as much dry food as she's wanted. Uh, and I, she's as she gets older, I get a little bit more worried about her health. So I, I Miranda and I purchased a automatic feeder for her that dispenses a small, a very small amount of food six times a day throughout the day. Uh, and it, she is pissed, dude. <laughs> she is not happy <laughs> at all. She figured like about an, uh, 30 minutes, maybe sometimes a little bit less uh, to when the scheduled feeding time comes in. She starts screaming, running around, sure. waiting by the bowl. And then the moment she hears the food fall from the dispenser into the metal bowl, she just like she will wake up from a dead sleep. She will come sprinting <laughs> from the across the room. She's just it's insane it's insane those poor girls never never face this much well she's been eating like a queen for 10 years and now you're like going no you're going back to peasant status girl she's been eating like like two full queens i would say for the last 10 years she's she's really listen she's a she's a lovely beautiful animal but she has gotten a little uh she has gotten a little overweight here so this was a this is a necessary change this is a necessary change i like your curvy cat <laughs> like the winona has is a is a chunky little girl but she's or i guess a woman now winona's a woman now <laughs> um but she also has anxiety induced alopecia which means she overgrooms her back legs so her legs look even tinier than they actually are and her body looks bigger than it actually is. Don't you have anxiety-induced alopecia in your back legs? Too? I do, I do, but nobody, nobody says anything. Though today, the 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 post lady, like the the male lady, was coming into our building as I was walking out, and I was wearing shorts because I was going to the gym. And I hold the door open for her today. Uh, she's coming in. She's pushing her cart full of mail, and she goes, "Oh, decided to show the legs off today, huh?" And I was like, "What are you talking about? What the <laughs> it's hell? Like, it's like seventy-three degrees out. That's very normal weather to wear shorts in. And I'm not trying to show them off. I'm clearly going to the gym. I've got like a water bottle with me. But it's short- not like you had a rapport with her. No, I said she. I saw her struggling with the door, so I opened. Have it. you seen her in your building before? Maybe in passing, Weird. definitely not had a conversation. But she Weird. just dropped the. <laughs> oh, no, you decided to show off your legs today, huh? Dude, I had a, uh, this reminds me, I had a work lunch last week at BJ's Brewhouse. Oh, I applied, funny. For, I applied for a job there when I first got to That's LA. right. We talked about yeah. that. Um, and it was with uh, my company's client and uh, the, the client? Guy, Is it the client? The. Okay. Um, and I was sitting next to the guy who was like my main contact over there mm-hmm. for, for the show that I was working on. And um, everyone orders... And I order 
a Mediterranean chicken bowl, something totally normal. Very chicken, normal. rice, mm-hmm. veggies, whatever. A little healthy for and a he lunch. Goes, and lunch. he whispers to me, and he goes, how about you order some balls with that? <laughs> Wait, implying that you, it wasn't But also, it's like everyone ordered salads and like lunch <laughs> How things. old is but this he, guy? Looks like uh, three thousand years old, okay. but I think, but I think he's only probably fifties. I would say. Oh, okay. but he looks he looks rancid. He looks rancid. <laughs> like he's been chain smoking for twenty five years. Like what's the what's the vibe? Like he like melted in an oven for like for like <laughs> he was on broil for like twelve minutes and then he got out. Just you know what I mean? Like one of those older people that spent too much time in the sun and is are like an unnatural color and like that kind of he, thing. He's like a day walker, you okay. know? Yeah. He's yeah. like spent too much time in the sun, spent too much time uh, drinking uh, yinglings with the boys. <laughs> like you know, just... By the pool. Just really just put yeah. it all out there. That's hysterical. So I'll the... send you a picture of him because it's haunting. Please. But um, so... anyway, so and he ordered like a little pepperoni pizza or something like that. And I was like, that's weirder yeah. <laughs> to order that at a at a, at a work lunch. Work lunch, you psycho. Also, once um, you get past the age of like, 25 30 you gotta you can't be crushing yourself with like devastating work lunches in the middle of the day like you will feel bad if i have a burrito for lunch i'll feel like shit for like the next at least yeah. few hours oh my god yeah you gotta go light on the lunch yeah salad wanna, is wanna, normal salad is normal i'm gonna wear that's like that's like a shirt <laughs> i think michelle obama would launch that for the kids. <laughs> salad is salad normal, is normal. <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe this guy said that to you also because like I, it's a work event, and he's and he's what, essentially trying to emasculate you because of your lunch order. So weird, but I mean, he, no one else heard it. Only I heard it. Like okay. he sort of whispered, oh, "I'm just kidding," and I'm like, <laughs> okay, "What great. the hell, okay, man?" Great. Was the meeting so, productive outside of that? No, dude. <laughs> Was it a classic meeting? Could have been an email, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this could have been an email. Mm, this could yeah. have been an email, Brandon. Do we need to talk about baseball? Are we getting close to baseball time? We should talk about it. Your team's in the playoffs, dog. This I is the know. first time in NL Feast history that we can talk the Marlins legitimately being in the playoffs. And the first time they've been in the playoffs in a full season since I was how old, Brandon? Can you guess? Since you were 11. 11 years old. Isn't that insane? Yeah. Oh, I was 11 the last That's time the crazy. Marlins made it to the, like a regular season playoff berth. You know, I want to be mad cuz like you said earlier, like it's inner division, but mm-hmm. it's like I kind of I'm I'm happy for you because that sucks. It seems like 2020 2020 doesn't count. Like, yeah, I don't. The same year it doesn't count. The same year the Dolphins won their la- latest playoff game was 2003. So the Dolphins Oof. haven't won a playoff game since 2003 and this is the Marlins first full season going to the playoffs since 2003. Hey, Great for South Florida sports fans, you know, because pretty much all they've had is the Heat and Panthers haven't won a Stanley Cup, though, right? They, I don't think they've won. They've been but in they, it. I don't think they won recently, it, but they've right? been competitive. They've been very They've been competitive, competitive for a while. Yeah, they've been in the playoffs. So it seems like South games. Florida sports in general is like turning There's a, a turnaround. We got the Dolphins uh, got humbled yesterday by the Bills, but we don't yes. need to talk about that. This is a baseball podcast. Hey, but at least they got humbled by a good team. I completely agree. Division, we, we're still the little brother, though. That's the takeaway. We're still the little yeah. brother until we can right, prove right. otherwise. But yeah, Brandon, you're right. So we have three of the division teams in the playoffs. And very interestingly, the first series is Marlins versus Phillies, which is obviously an interdivision playoff matchup. And then winner goes on to play the Braves. So it's like... <laughs> yes three teams very familiar with each other two of which will end, end, end up battling for the nlds um i guess what's let's get started with this series first what's your thoughts where do you where are you um, at with Phil- everything obviously phillies marlins phillies marlins there's marlins are dealing with a handful of injuries specifically to yuri Perez. yeah it's you know it's kind of a shame for for the fish that yuri and and alcantara are not going to be there because I, I feel like it would be huge advantage marlins on paper obviously playoffs anything can happen yeah. on paper for 
the Marlins starting pitching. But now it's like a little up in the air. But I mean, I feel like you can still make a solid argument for Marlins starting pitching over Phillies. Yes, at least for the first two matchups, because we have two lefties on the hill. We have Lazardo opening up game one tomorrow at 8 p.m. Uh, and then we have Braxton Garrett, who's maybe not a name that people outside of the division are very familiar with, but has been a very solid starting pitcher for the Marlins. Especially. Quite a great, great season. And I think you that game, especially, I think you take him over if he's going against Nola, right? I, or is he going against Wheeler? I think he's going against Nola. Wheeler opens up tomorrow. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, he had a 1.1 whip. I'm pulling up the stats right now. 3.6 ERA, 3.8 war. Like, it's a, it was a, a very good season for him. Also, we're in an interesting position where both Lozardo and Garrett are pitching way more innings than they ever have in their career before this. Like, they are both deep into the season, throwing a lot of pitches. Uh, Garrett's at what? Uh, looks like a, around 160 innings pitched. I'm not exactly sure what the Lazardo numbers are. Um, and I am, and, they, and they've been good in September, which is honestly what, sh- what you've been hoping for. The Marlins have turned it around. I mean, Jazz hit, what, those back-to-back grand slams into at-bats. Jake Berger's been awesome. Josh Bell's been awesome. The trade line acquisitions have been great. Um, the bullpen's been a little shaky, but it seemed to, uh, to really strengthened up in the last four weeks-ish. Uh, Tanner Scott's been our closer. He's been pretty good. Um, better than pretty good. He's been just good. David Robertson's doing well outside of the, outside of the closer role. AJ Puck has eaten innings in the sixth and the seventh. Um, yeah, I, I am scared to say the Marlins are going to win. Obviously, the Phillies are the favorites going into this series. Um, right. I think that the Marlins can make it interesting, though. And I think that these kind of series where we're going up against interdivision teams are the most interesting because they've seen the other pitchers a ton. Like, the Marlins have seen a ton of Wheeler. They've seen a ton of Nola. Uh, and vice versa. I mean, the Phillies have obviously seen uh, Garrett and Lazardo. Uh What does that mean? I don't know. But I think it'll make, a, I think, I think it'll make for an interesting series for sure. Yeah, and I think uh, on paper it's a big advantage Phillies in the sense of like playing in Philly. Yes, the Phillies' experience now in the playoffs, also them being extra hungry mm-hmm. because of them losing the World Series last year. Uh, but I don't see any reason why the Marlins can't force a Game Three in the Wild Card Series. No, I agree at, at least. Um, and I think also the Marlins in the season series. And correct me if, if I'm wrong. I think they went up seven to six in the season series against the Phillies. They played the Phillies well this year. Yes. And we've played the, and that was partially before, um, before all these acquisitions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've played the Phillies well for the last three years. It feels like, like ever since like the 2020 shortened season, that season obviously is where the bottom feeders, uh, remember the, the, the Phillies broadcast guy calling the, the the, you got to beat the bottom feeders in reference to the Marlins. Um, so I think ever since then we've been, we've been competitive with them. Uh, they are an offensive juggernaut, but they also have a lot of lefties on the team. Uh, Schwarber, Harper, uh, some of their bigger bats are lefties uh, going up, going up against lefties. So as far as the starting pitching versus their starting lineup matchup goes, I don't know if that's necessarily an advantage for the Marlins, but it does from a splits perspective uh, seem like at least a little bit of an advantage. Um, yeah, I mean, this team is scary. It's, it's interesting because both teams in this division, obviously whoever wins plays the Braves, they're starting pitching and their bullpen specifically have looked a little shaky in the last four to six weeks too, which is kind of interesting. It feels like the Marlins are hot at the right time. The Braves are a little colder at the right time, but also the Braves, uh, you know, they've won over a hundred games this season or <laughs> have probably yeah. the NL MVP on their team. Uh, I feel like in both these series, it's going to come down. It, so Marlins versus Phillies is going to come down to the boppers and who the boppers. Solaire, the boppers uh, between Solaire, Berger and Chisholm and Schwarber. 
Turner, Castellanos, Harper, Harper like yeah. who's going to hit the most bombs? Who's going to get hot? Because I feel like we're going to see some high scoring games in this. I know we were, t- we were focusing on pitching, but it's like, I feel like these games are going to be very high scoring. Um, and I think it's going to carry into the Brave series there. I think we're going to see some, some like nine run games. There's also always like a weird player that gets hot during the postseason, like during a playoff series specifically. So I'd be very... Brandon Marsh or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'd be very curious to see who it is that's going to get hot. Uh, Luis Arias finally healthy after rolling his ankle on that's a good. baseball during practice and then re-aggravating the injury, walking down the steps when it was too dark as Tanner Scott came out of the bullpen for his <laughs> which is maybe the most cursed back-to-back <laughs> re-aggravation of a, of a weird injury already. At least he's there. I feel like he's a huge plus for the Marlins. Like the Marlins plus. lineup. Uh, in the last Met series, the uh, the grounds crew series, the Marlins lineup looked like this is a playoff yeah. team. Like it looked not great. I know, honestly. and they still pulled it together. I, I it was obviously a lot of like nail biting. The Reds and Cubs imploding was a huge help for the Marlins and the Diamondbacks. Uh, but I'll tell you, man, I absolutely not trying to pour salt into my boys' wounds, but sep- having competitive September baseball to care about for the first time in a long time was yeah, it's fun. Very nice, very nice. Um, so, what's your prediction? Uh, my Marlins Phillies prediction is I do think the Phillies squeak it out. I'm sorry, but I think it's in three games. I think, and I think this gonna be close games. Yeah. I really do. I think these are all going to be very like tense, exciting games. But I think Phillies in three. I think my heart's saying Marlins in three, but my head's saying Phillies in three. I think I agree with you. I think that this, yeah. I think when it comes down, we see Phillies Braves, not Phillies Marlins, but don't doubt us that the the circumstances yeah. go right you know you just you don't really know you can't say definitively one way or the other as we learned with the phillies last year yeah and i feel like the marlins team i don't even think argue but i think the marlins team did play better in the regular season than the phillies team played in the regular season last year yeah. when they made it to the world series yeah. so i do think the braves are going to dismantle whatever team comes <laughs> okay so that was my next i question. really i think the braves are going to go off you is think, what i are you are you I, like calling it world series favorites right now I think so. I mean, obviously, Spencer Strider, we have to see how the starting pitch is, like you mentioned, and bullpen. But I really do feel like the Braves are going to outslug anyone they play if by you, a large margin. If you were the Marlins, would you rather be in the um, the Diamondback spot? Would you rather try to fall to that sixth seed where you would play the Brewers and then the Dodgers? Now, I, think you, I think you'd rather play the Phillies in the wild card, mm-hmm. but you'd rather play the Dodgers in the championship. Yeah, no, I agree Because the Brewers starting pitching is the filthiest of any of the National League teams, I think. Though right you now, saw Woodruff might not pitch for the entire playoffs. I don't know if you That's saw that. That's right. Yeah, he's but out still, for though, the series. still, though, Burns but... and Peralta yeah, I know. are still probably better than most one. And their bullpen's, their bullpen's nasty. Um, yeah. So you think that the, Bra- the Braves are the World Series favorite then? Yeah, I think I have to go with the Braves. I think from a betting odds, they are the favorite at around like three to one odds, and then the Astros are are in second place after that. Um, I'm I'm honestly excited to watch this Diamondbacks Brewers series. I know this is not me too uh, NL East division talk, but there are some interesting series outside of the outside of the division that we can talk about a yeah. little bit too. Um, excited to see Corbin Carroll in the in the playoffs. Excited to see, like you said, that Brewers starting pitching Christian Yelich out there. Um, not pitching obviously, but. Um, mm-hmm. I think that'll be an interesting series. Uh, so do you think, though, that the favorites for the NLCS happen and it's just going to be Dodgers-Braves again? Is this just going to be the NLCS we see for the next five years? Oh, God. Uh, I mean, I could see the Brewers slipping in there. I could see the Phillies sw- slipping in there, but gun to head, I'm like, all Braves. It's, it's all Braves. And then the Braves to the World Series. Who do you have? Who do you like out of the AL, uh, the AL series? So I didn't submit it yet, but I did the MLB.com bracket. Oh, nice. I okay. didn't submit it yet because I wanted to look at it again. Mm-hmm. And I had Rays and Braves. And Ooh. I know the Rays also have uh, pitching injuries. Yeah. But it's like they also are... 
defile odds constantly. Yeah, yeah. So we have the the Rays going up against the Rangers. Can you imagine if you're a Rangers fan, you spent all all this money and all of this hype for the last two seasons just to get maybe swept by the Rays in the wild card series and everybody forgets who you are. <laughs> that's like that's kind of my prediction that yeah. the Rays are going to sweep them. Yeah. And then, I don't know how you feel about that, but that's kind of like my uh, gut feeling. Maybe not sweep, but I think that they... I, I think that they are the clear favorites in that series to me. And again, I, I checked the betting odds before we got on. Vegas seems to agree with me. Then we get a really interesting series if that happens. So then we get Rays uh, Orioles, which we obviously like this young Orioles team. I think they're they're my favorite dark horse candidate as, as a potential World Series winner. Um, but that's another division. So we could potentially have two, uh, an NLDS and an ALDS meeting of the divisions with the, mm-hmm. with the Rays and the Orioles and the Phillies or Marlins versus the Braves. Yeah, as much as I want to see the Orioles win, and I have my my secret O's cap on, I I do think the Rays' experience now yeah. in the playoffs is going to dismantle the Orioles. It's going to come into it. Yeah, it's going to come yeah. into. Yeah, might be a game five time. though. I think for sure. But, uh, um, and then we have Blue Jays Twins. I, I know just the t- most American league leaguey American <laughs> leaguey ass. Uh, I, I know the Twins are probably underrated, and they have uh, Marlins legend Pablo Lopez, but. Uh, I th- I think I'm leaning to the Blue Jays. What if Vladdy gets hot? I'm going baby? Blue Jays. What if Vladdy? I agree gets with hot? you. I, I think the Blue Jays have the potential of having a Bobachet or Vlad get like smoking hot and then just smoking hot, Sm- and absolute smoke smoking, shows. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I I feel like the Twins division was so weak this year, and they obviously beat some solid teams outside their division too. And divisional play is not as important now. But yeah. I I think the Blue Jays are gonna, and also their their rotation. On paper, is probably the most solid rotation one through four. They also have, I mean, guys that used to be starters in their bullpen. So, like, I mean, they they are a they are a very very solid team. They are a very very solid team. Um, and then they run into the Astros though, which have obviously historically been one of the, the tougher teams to beat out in the American League. You think that's a buzzsaw for the Blue Jays, or you think that they compete? Starting pitching in a five game series, I go Blue Jays in this. Really? Pass ver- yeah, I All think right. so. I think so. I mean the. Once again, the Astros are similar to the Rays in the sense that it's like they defy all odds. And like, how did they end up winning the division this year? Yeah. You know what I mean? It uh, makes no sense. But they had so many injuries. Uh, Verlander, they came came back the second half of the year. I mean, uh, Abreu was abysmal most of the year. So I don't know. I But I... I don't know. I'm kind of, now that we're talking, I'm like kind of like Rays, Blue Jays, ALCS. Let's that's get nuts. interesting. That's fun. I think that's a lot of fun. And or it's Orioles, Blue Jays by your prediction, which is also a very fun series. Battle, battle of division in the ALCS. No, I'm saying Rays beat the Orioles in the division. Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying or or if you get that or, wrong, then or. we get the Orioles, Blue Jays, which would be a lot Ooh, of fun. Ooh, the birds, ALCS, battle of the birds, bird battle, baby. That's fun. That sounds like a Pokemon, uh, a Pokemon situation, bird battle situation. Yeah. Um, okay, so then you have. Excuse me, you have Rays, Blue Jays. Is that what your prediction is? Yeah, I think Rays, Blue Jays. I'm going for it. I'm just feeling it right now. And then you're saying Rays, Braves for the World Series. Yeah, so I'm saying Phillies, Braves, for DS. DS. And then what? What we talked about them, but Brewers, Diamondbacks, what is your prediction? My prediction? This is a really, really tough one. Uh, I think you're, I think you're right. One, I think yeah. the I think because also the Diamondbacks were fighting so hard to get into the playoffs that now they have Brandon Fat starting tomorrow, yeah. uh, who's not been great. I know because I have him on my uh, my dynasty baseball team. He's not been right. especially good. Um, right. And then you get um, the oh my god! I almost said Zach Greinke. I can see his face in my brain. I, I'm Burns, having, uh, what's up? 
Burns, you talking Burns? No, no, no. I'm Jack? talking uh, Diamondbacks. Oh, Zach Gallon. Allen. Yeah, Zach yeah, Gallon. Yeah. Um, and then, he, then that's when their top of their rotation starts to come back up. But uh, if yeah. they lose game one with the shaky starting pitching, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'll go with Brewers on that one. I think I'll go with Brewers. The Diamondbacks are I think young. Brewers, too. I, I do have a horse in the race sort of with Diamondbacks because um, a good friend of mine put some money on the Diamondbacks. So like in like Ooh. June or July, we were discussing, like we were looking at the odds mm-hmm. and like we were picking some teams like, you know, Cardinals, White Sox, teams that were really struggling, Mets at the yeah. time that their odds went way down. Um and to see if they would bounce back in the second half. And the Dimex were playing solid then, but their odds were still abysmal, yeah, terrible. Yeah. So he ended up putting money on the Dimex at the time. And if the Dimex won the World Series, he's going to make like $1,500. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Good for him, man. That's a that's fun. So you should be pulling for the Diamondbacks then. That'll be... That'll yeah, be. so I kind of am, but I think the Brewers are probably going to... Does he have the ability to cash win. out, do you know? Yeah. And he's not going to take it. He's riding it. Oh, you're saying cash out now before? Yeah, well, while the uh, I mean, sure, the odds are better. He can make a little bit of a profit. I don't know. That's a good question. I'm going to find out. Sometimes you can. Sometimes you can. Um, okay. And then I did say heads telling me Phillies Braves, which means I think, listen, Phillies fans, I'm sorry. I think the Braves pretty handily take that series. And I think the Brewers Dodgers is a lot more interesting of a series. And I could potentially talk myself into Brewers, but I do think we're getting another Dodgers Braves uh, CS, which we're I agree. To. I don't know. I. I think it's Orioles, Orioles or Astros for me out in the American League. Uh, okay. I listen. The Rays are fun. I obviously have a lot of Rays fans in my life, so I, I'm. It's probably the team I'm the second most familiar with outside of the Marlins and anybody in the division. Uh, I don't know, man. They're they 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 did maintain, uh, despite the distractions in the clubhouse, we'll call it. They did maintain the the momentum going forward. Uh, it sounds like Yandi and Randy are both a little cold slash maybe banged up a bit from what I've, I've heard from, from Rays fans, and they're a little bit worried about that. Also, did you see that Yandi won um, won the batting title in the American League yesterday? Because I forget who it was that he was competing with, but they went, oh, it was Corey Seager, I think. He went 0 for 4, and Yandi sat out. So by, <laughs> by, by default, he won the batting title because his average didn't go down. That's funny. Yeah, Poor beautiful. Corey Seager. I know, I know. Um so yeah, I think I think when it comes down to it, I'm getting I can't decide right now between the Orioles or the Astros. Uh, my again, hearts telling me Orioles, heads telling me Astros. I would hate an Astros Braves World Series. It's just like oh. a, who do you root for in that kind of situation? Astros Dodgers? No, or sir, Astros Dodgers. Don't want yeah, it. Uh, Miranda's a Dodgers fan, so I guess I would maybe be pulling. I mean, quote unquote Dodgers fan, but I may be pulling for the Dodgers. Um, and yeah, I think those are my predictions, man. I think those are my predictions. Dude, dude, give us let's get crazy. Give us a Diamondbacks Blue Jays World Series. That'd let's be just fun. Dude, how mad would Fox be? They'd be <laughs> so be, mad. Be dude. Dude. Or a Marlins Blue Jays World Series, dude. That'd be a lot of fun. They'd be so mad. They'd be still, still so mad. They'd be still so mad. Um all right. Any other final predictions before we uh before we start wrapping things up? I'm gonna have to sit on this before I before I truly submit this on the MLB.com website. I'm gonna have to really sit on this. We can I tweet think. out our predictions too. We can tweet out the the what are the little MLB.com uh, prediction model table thing. What am I trying to say here? Yeah. Uh, yes, I know what you mean. The little bracket. The thing. bracket. Thank you. The bracket. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was looking for. Um, so gun to head, I'm saying. Braves over Rays in five games. I love Braves that. over Rays in five games. That's what I'm saying. Uh, gun to my head. Mm, I don't want to go. I, I You hate picking favorites here. Uh, I think it's Braves over Astros in six. Damn, that, 
so straight up the 2021 series. Yeah. And also straight up again, you and me being forced to pick a rival in the division as the World Series winner. <laughs> that shit sucks, man. <laughs> oh, this God. Hey, well, if our NL East predictions at the beginning of the season tell us anything, yeah. it's going to be wrong. Yeah. We're going to be wrong. Listen, I'm sure but come next week, whenever we do the next wrap-up playoff podcast, we'll both be shocked at some of the events that have occurred. Uh, hell, by the end of this week, we'll be shocked by the events that occurred. But by the end of the work week, we'll be shocked. I'm sure something's That's a lot true. shaken up. Um, um, please? We did, get a, we did get a question. Whoa, a last-second question has hit the, has hit the pod. Oscar at Oscar Too Tired okay. asked, is there some sort of dare for whether the Marlins advance or not? Would a it be dare. fun to do that? Even if not, what would y'all put on the line if you had to dare some something dare. related to a team's success? Failures. I mean, obviously, the first thing that comes to mind is like you daring me to like wear a buy a Mets jersey or wear a Mets jersey to a public event or take a picture, you know, something along those lines. I feel like that's pretty standard fare when it comes to these sort of things. Otherwise, I'm trying. I mean, I mean, have you heard about the the nine by nine by nine challenge? What is that? That is, uh, and I'm not endorsing this, obviously, but that is eat nine hot dogs, drink nine beers no. over a nine nope. inning game. But what I was nope. going to say is, you remove the beers, can you eat nine hot dogs in nine innings? You think? No, you don't think so. <laughs> you don't think so? No, no, I don't like hot dogs that much. Really? So I Wait, it. I didn't know that. You're not a big hot dog head. We've talked about this before. I know you. You told sure. me specific, like two episodes ago. We probably you talked told about me this. specific hot dogs you don't like, but I didn't realize as a whole you were anti anti. As a whole, I just don't want it. Wow. I don't need it. I feel bad after eating it. That makes you know? sense. I mean, the, I would if it was nine hamburger sliders in nine innings. Yeah, hundred percent. I could sliders do that. Sliders are easy, dude. Sliders, I feel like you could knock back. Okay, nine, of those nine no smash burgers. Ooh, I I get sick. I get sick around five. I think. Yeah. What do you think? You think you could do nine? Yeah, I get burgers? sick around four or five. Um. Okay. What else could we do? Is there anything else that's coming to your brain? Any any? Ideas? What is this bet though? If the Marlins advance, I guess. Like, what is this? I guess. But both of us are like wishy washy on just how good the Phillies are going to be against the Marlins. Anyways, it's not right. like one of us is de- a determined Phillies fan daring the other person. Hmm. Um. Well, to answer the other question, what would y'all put on the line if you had to dare something related to a team success failure? I know you would never do this. Uh, a fun, a fun one would be a tattoo. Oh yeah, I wouldn't do that. Would yeah. you do it? Would you get a Mets tattoo? No, 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 no. no. It would have okay. to be. It would have to be something like in reference to the Mets specifically, or in reference to like it couldn't be like a Mets okay. logo. You know what would I mean? Would you rather get a Met? Would you rather get a Mister Met on you, okay. or would you rather get um, a caricature of me on you as a tattoo? Oh, that's really tough. I guess I would have to see the caricature of you. I'm trying to think which okay. one. It's like Mr. Met like style. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. It's kind of like like our our uh, our album cover or whatever you call the podcast artwork, except it's yes, branded exactly. in that style. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm trying to think which one Miranda would be less pissed off about. <laughs> and I think, weirdly, I think the Mr. Met, which she would be less pissed off about than seeing, what the like, hell? seeing cartoon brand. Why? She likes body. me? What the hell, Of man? course she likes you, but I think, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to get into any details, but God forbid there's an intimate moment and she's face-to-face with cartoon Brandon. I don't. I think, I think that's probably... Mr. <laughs> Mr. Met, though? An aphrodisiac <laughs> for the people. <laughs> what about uh, um, Mr. and Mrs. Met together, like family portrait style? Holding hands? That's <laughs> yeah, pretty cute. That's fun. That's fun. I like that. I'm trying to think what the Marlins equivalent would be would you rather get uh like a Billy the Marlin head or a Sam caricature head but right back at you I think Billy the Marlin head because you could pass it off be like it's a weird fish yeah you can't do that with Mr. Matt everybody I mean not ubiquitous with baseball but like 
he's a pretty popular. I think like you kind of. I don't know. I think I think they're both passable for being things that aren't baseball Adam, that aren't. Excuse me. Specifically, mascots. What they per- could just be like a weird guy. What percentage of a large sample of people do you think would be able to see Mister Met tattoo on me and recognize him for what he is? I'm saying like, th- does it say Mets on the jersey or just like his head? With it's just his head, hat? maybe with a baseball cap on, no logos. Thirty percent, thirty-five percent. I was gonna say twenty-five. Yeah, so not that bad. But I mean, otherwise, yeah. uh, it's. I mean, you don't have tattoos, but and I only have like one and a half, but. People will always be like, what's the significance of that tattoo? And if I had to be like, the Marlins it's lost It's a swastika. What do you mean? <laughs> the Marlins lost to the Mets in a, in a division series. It would be pretty embarrassing. But, um, Brandon, we got to get these. We, we got interacted with. Uh, interacted with. We had interactions on the tweet involving our questions, but just not enough questions today, man. Yeah, we get the people, people. Are, people are happy we're back, but they're not happy enough to, to give us questions. You disappear you know? for three months and nobody wants to talk to you, Brandon. People, people don't trust us anymore, you know? I get I think that. we're going to abandon them again. I get that. I get that. All right, Brandon. Why don't you tell the people where they can find you? Hey, you can follow me at Brando Grosso on Twitter and other things. Where can they find your app? Follow me at what is my NLP Sam? Sorry, geez, it's been a while. Shaking the rest off. Follow me at NLP Sam on Twitter. Follow the pod at NL Feast on Twitter. Shoot us an email, NLFeastPod at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I think you can leave us a, a, a review on Spotify, but I don't really know. But so who does that? You want to go poking around there and find out, let us know. Uh, and if you li- leave a review, we'll read it on the show so long as it's not you know uh, terrible and gross. Um, what else do we normally say, Brandon? Is there anything else that we can think of to, to tell the people? Hey, best of luck to the fish. Hey. Best of luck to the Phillies and Braves. Uh, you might be a very happy man or a very sad man in a week. We don't know. This. I'm ha- I'm happy to be here. That's kind of my general my general disposition towards this. I, 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 I said it was about a 50-50 chance of us making the playoffs. There was a point where we were like in the 20s on fan graph percentage chance of making the playoffs mm-hmm. when we lost like eight games after the, after the All-Star break. So I'm happy to be here, man. We don't got any of yeah. our super rock star pitchers, but but we'll we'll show out, show out. So it'll be fun. Don't stress too much. Last season when the Mets were playing the Padres, I was genuinely having a panic attack the whole game. So <laughs> yeah, that's not a good place to be. That's not a good place to yeah. be. Yeah. Um, all right, Brandon. Anything else before we get out of here? Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.